Thank you for choosing Boomers with Beverages. Remember, many parts are edible. It's great to have you along for another edition of Boomers with Beverages. Thank you for finding us on your favorite podcast platform. I'm Jim Burrows, along with Dan Davis. Hello. Good to see you, Dan. Pete Good Molina. Ciao. And Artie Wittry. I'm just sipping away. Nice to be here. Very nice. Very nice. As long as you're sipping and not slipping away. We want you to be <laughs> sipping, because that's yeah. what we're all about here as we kick exactly. off another edition of Boomers with Beverages. We got our uh, our favorite beverage that we are beginning this particular episode with, and I've kind of kept mine hidden up to this point, but I'm going to go ahead and take it out now and share oh, it with you drum guys. Roll, if it's please. alcohol, I will be totally shocked. That's right. There it comes. Oh, yeah. It's orange. I'll be damned. Orange vanilla. Sunday. King cream ale. Mm-hmm. Really? Ooh. I'm stunned. Absolutely stunned. Orange, right. vanilla, sun, cream, sun King cream. Interesting. It's really good. Actually, they uh, this is a local brewery for folks that might mm-hmm. be listening uh, coast to coast with boomers with beverages. It's a local brewery, and this is one that they introduced about a year ago. And interestingly enough, they brought it out, and the first batches had stickers for labels. So hmm. it, it had the can with the sticker around it. You could literally peel the thing off basically just the test run to see how mm-hmm. well it would do and it, you couldn't find it it was so popular huh. so it did uh, did really really well for the sake of having a beverage let's here we go uh, it's Get in a can obviously sound yep. for all of our folks that like to it is in a can they don't do bottles which is kind of cool with them too so that's my uh my beverage of choice to kick off this edition of boomers with beverages and Artie, what are we uh, drinking? Uh, ice ice mountain water again Ice Mountain Water. Yeah, it's it, good it, stuff. It isn't keeps it? my throat limber. It keeps it. It makes me want to pee, and it does everything I want it to do. It has a lot of positive uh, effects on uh, you, as absolutely, a, as, a, as a person. You know what I did today? I was out. I was out. I, I trimmed all my shrubs. Every one of my shrubs, all my bushes, all my trees. I did it. I started at eight o'clock, and I got it finished. I'd say forty-five minutes before coming here. That's awesome. Yeah, sorry about that. The phone's going off. We're gonna we're gonna tap into your uh, we're gonna tap into that yard expertise eventually because I know that a lot of folks that listen to Boomers with Beverages are the the type that like to go out and do the yard work as yeah, opposed to like right. I like to just call the kid on the phone that is more than willing to it's, do it down the street. It's good to have a nice yard to yell at people to get off of. Yeah, I think is yeah. the thing. I don't have a lot of problems with that. Thank God. Because everybody around me is like, Artie doesn't want anybody on his yard. Please avoid him at all costs. Well, every house in your neighborhood pales in comparison to what you and Denise have created. I mean, oh, your, your wife nice. is like phenomenal. She sticks her thumb in dirt and everything turns she green. She is just mm. it's remarkable. the natural at, at yeah. being yeah. a green thumb and stuff. Yeah. Pete Molina, what do you got? Uh, Kugel's Summer Shandy, which is um, mm. one of my favorite. I'm not a big beer drinker, but I do love this because it's got that little uh, shot of uh, lemonade in it. And uh, so I, I love that. And by the way, uh, if you're at your local bar and they don't have Kugel's, just ask them to give you just a regular beer, a couple of shots of lemonade, and you've got your Summer Shandy. So it's right kind of like a, Recipes. a Pete Palmer. <laughs> but like that, that, beat bummer. that doesn't bummer. have yeah. a very high content of alcohol, does it? It's like a three-two beer or something, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I, I could drink them all day and not get a buzz. How do you how do you tell that when you look at the? Is it the percentage on the? This should be on there somewhere. Yeah. Don't ask me to read it. I think by law, just a tad bit hey, smaller. Use my glasses. Here, why, don't use you, my specs. why don't you look at it and tell uh, me? Because I, I have no idea how that I works. I think by law you have to put the alcohol. In, in fact, this is 4.2 alcohol by volume. Yeah, so is that close? That's low, right? Yeah, relatively oh, low. low. Yeah, that's relatively low. I'm going to guess this is a. I don't see it, but then yeah. again, these glasses. It's got to so be I'm, in the same. Ah, uh, there it is. Pretty it, close. It is. 
No, I was reading the, something else. Never mind. I have no idea. I have no idea. Always good when you give it to the guy with glasses <laughs> yeah. to go clarify what Wait, the alcohol is, content uh, is. This is a good beer to drink on my patio while I watch my wife mow the yard. <laughs> and then you holler, what's for dinner? And that's Pete, M-O-L-I-N-A. And you can send it directly to him at bwb at boomerswithbeverages.com. Now that we've got a few people out there going, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Contribute yeah, to my legal fund. Yeah, with You'll be good. You'll be good. What are you drinking, Dan? I am drinking chai. I mentioned it in a previous episode, so I made myself a batch. It's basically a spiced tea, uh, sort of half milk. It's got, uh, what is it, Uh, star anise, cloves, cinnamon, ginger, I don't taste the anise in it. That's because I didn't use too much cardamom. Yeah, you got you got to be careful. It can easily overpower. This goes uh, back for those that have joined us for a couple of our podcasts. Dan has traveled to uh, India, and this mm-hmm. is where you were uh, given. Was that your first time you drank? Uh, that chai? was no. It, I'd had it before, but yeah, the, the the place we went where yeah, it was chicken soup, and I first I thought it was chai, but thankfully, yeah. before I tasted it, they warned me. They clarified that it's, it real quick. It's soup. Not chai. <laughs> that would have caught you off guard. It would have definitely, yeah. All right, so good mix of stuff, Pete. I love the Langenkugel. Already mm-hmm. the Ice Mountain I can swear mm-hmm. by. I'll have to try the chai sometime. Mm-hmm. I know uh, my wife Karen loves the chai that she can get at Starbucks, but it's probably not the same. You she, need to leave my house. Know, <laughs> get out. Get out. But she, she loves, she loves going to five bucks. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's one of her favorite places to go. What's, so, well, what's funny to me about Starbucks is, is chai is the... Hindu word for tea. So at Starbucks, their chai tea is their tea tea. Run, redundant. <laughs> yes. Well, they used to have, and they're, they're all gone now because I think they absorbed them for uh, about a year or two. Maybe they had they had Tivana. They had yeah. a Starbucks ran a yeah. separate, not Carvana, Tivana. Right. So it wasn't like there was a ginormous tower up front and you put money in and a there could have been. You, did you go down. to all of them? Do you yes. know there was never one? <laughs> Not the ones in India. Maybe the ones in India look pretty impressive, but I didn't go to those. But that's where I found my favorite drink. And the only one I get at Starbucks, which is an iced peach green tea lemonade. And that's good. That is good. Super mm. locale, but really good and refreshing. Good drink to have. And they put it in the adult sippy cup, which is one thing I love mm-hmm. about Starbucks, is they have the biggest adult sippy cups. Yep. With a mouthpiece on them? Yeah. Oh, really? it's, yeah. it's the oh, best. Yeah. I'll be darned. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they don't like to do the straws anymore because they don't want whales, you know, joking. Because yeah, yeah. there's a lot of whales in Indiana. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so the tea's good stuff. So, yep. Uh, before we dive in, because I know Artie on our last podcast brought in a great big old sheet of ideas mm. and we're always looking for ideas so if you guys yep. have something out there you want to share with us you know you can do it at our email bwb at boomerswithbeverages.com and our website i have to tell you right now because you've obviously have found the place you love to listen to with the mm-hmm. current podcast platform that you're on to listen to us but dan kudos to you because the website is looking pretty darn good thank you thank you very much nice work on that i know we're going to be adding more to that Mm -hmm. you're going to love one of the tabs on the website it's actually dan's recipes Mm -hmm. which i believe eventually we'll probably have to make room for Artie's recipes possibly you guys are both great cooks a lot of my stuff comes just out of my head And I'm not going to give Pete the slight here because I believe you like to cook as well. I do, and mm-hmm. I have some great Italian recipes. I'll be uh, sending Dan. He can upload my uh, yes, soon-to-be-famous meatball recipe. Mm. Well, your Italian that. beef was awesome. I make that. A, I make that probably twice a year. 
Oh, good. You, it's amazing. It's wonderful. Love it. That's yeah. good stuff. I have to drink this slow because Karen always tells me because I don't drink beer very often. Don't drink it too fast because I have a tendency when I drink beer to drink mm-hmm. it quickly. Then I have a few moments of <laughs> clarity that just es- escape me. Yeah. That and a little bit of uh, you know issues with yeah. And I, mm-hmm. and I don't want to do that in the microphone. Let's there's, not do that. There's no. other podcasts that do that kind of stuff. <laughs> just well, not I, this. I one. did it last week. We like to stay classy. <laughs> Somehow Stay right classy, there. San Diego. Stay classy. So we're going to jump into some stuff Artie's got, which is great. Yes. But why I did this, I, I was on one of the search engines uh, about a week ago. I know this was the funniest thing because, you know, when you type in a search and you go, you put in word, like you'll put in boomers, mm. immediately something's going to start popping mm. up on Google. Well, I typed boomers with... And I got a really, it just made me laugh at the items that came up first under boomers with and then fill in the blank. For example, the very first search that comes up when you type in boomers with is boomers with lead poisoning. <laughs> that that has been so, historically a big problem in our age group. Mm, yes. Seriously? Oh, yes. yeah. Classrooms. Classrooms. Yeah. Being in, with the leaded paint in our classrooms and our schools. Yes. And we're breathing this stuff. And there's, there was asbestos everywhere. I mean, they didn't know this stuff when we were in first, second, third, fourth, fifth, so sixth grade. So is that grade. still causing problems? No, Not that's yet. all gone. It's, they yeah. were, oh, they were but, made, you know, Unless you buy an old home effects, and try yeah. to remodel it and you have to scrape off the old lead base paint. That too. Yeah. yeah. And you're, yeah, yeah. there'd always be a nice bowl of paint chips in the middle of the table to snack on. And those yeah. are delicious. Yeah. They really are. They're, they're just as good as these smoked almonds. Oh, yeah. Dan, thank you again. Absolutely. Oh and this is... From Dan's Kitchen. I've been battling smoked almonds for months. That There's all kinds of recipes out there, but the ones I found usually, they'd always end up burnt. So, so I, it, I These are really out. potent. They really... They, uh, Strong. Paprika, a little cayenne, some brown sugar. They taste meaty. They yeah. do, okay. They taste like meat. Definitely would be good right. if you had a bar. And rosemary. This would be good stuff mm. to have on the counter. Mm. Fresh rosemary. Not fresh rosemary. It's dried rosemary. But yeah, so that recipe will be up on the webpage. Good. And um, wow. would love to hear if you, if you try it and it works, let me know. If you tried it and it didn't work, you probably screwed it up somehow. So don't. Well, is it something that so, right out of the gate, first time through, you're going to yeah. make them successfully? Or you could, you I mean, some? there's some equipment you need to have. But if you have any experience. Like, like a what? Well, there's a, there's a company called Amazon. With, yeah, A-Maze-N that make these tubes that you fill with the pellets. Because I did, these are cold smoked, which means no charcoal. You just light the pellets in the tube and let them smoke for a couple hours, and then you put them in the oven to crisp them up. I'll let Karen know, because so, I know she, her easy-bake oven is something she likes to could, use. You, you could do that. <laughs> you might once in a you, while. You're going to want to go, you, you don't use the LED bulb. you got to stick with the incandescent, because otherwise... <laughs> That's a great point. It turns into a slow cooker, yeah. easy-bake. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because you still haven't used your oven in your home, have you, Jim? Twice. Yeah. To, to store things? To cook cuisine? or to store? Yeah, the, the furnace went out. No, actually, we, uh, we, I think it was to warm up leftovers from uh, a restaurant. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah. So, so at least it's getting as, some as use. As opposed to microwaving, we every did. once in a while we like the oven yeah. to do its thing. So you did finally get the uh, owner's manual out. Yeah, see, yeah, that's good. we're practicing early on with our, you know, because a lot of homes that, you know, eventually become like historic places or decorator show homes. Uh, so we already have, we already figure we're ahead of the game because our kitchen <laughs> is already somewhat a museum piece. I see. <laughs> well, there you go. Yes. Well, and I thought the velvet ropes were a very nice touch. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh! It's, you still have that dining room table, 
the, the with the benches oh, and sure. all that. Yeah, yeah. you've had that forever. It's yeah. it's an awesome piece. It was a wedding uh, mm. gift from Karen's aunt, mm. um, and it's a fantastic table. It's like pretty amazing. It's for a big a lot it's, of things, a lot of kids. It's one of those tables mm. that there, there's no way it's gonna somebody's gonna be give it, getting this table down yeah. the road. It's not you know something you got at you know Value City or Bob's discount whatever mm. that is all about you know but uh, the Google search. Uh, mm. So we had boomers with lead poisoning. Okay. Boomers with zip. What does that mean? Boomers uh, with zip. Zip ties. Zip ties. Zip. That's, Kidnappers. Yeah, is zip something? Is <laughs> zip, it an acronym? Zip. Is it like a short? It or maybe it's like energy pet. Maybe. Yeah. Are we know. known for that? Is not no. really. I, right? I am not known for being particularly energetic. I mean, boomers no. with naps would make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about I mean, boomers I've with zip. I've been called peppy. Artie, you're kind of peppy today. <laughs> well, it's it's a suppository. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, that's that's interesting. Keep going. Keep going. This uh, is yeah. good stuff. Well, boomers with elderly parents. Now, that's an interesting one. I'm going yes, through that yes, right now. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. for, for those still blessed to have yeah. one or both, uh, it's got to be an interesting uh, dynamic, it the is. relationship with yep. older parents. Yep. Yeah. Well, the relationship is essentially role reversal in many instances. So now you become the parent and the caretaker and overseeing a lot of things. Like my mom just turned 97 and she's doing well. She's Mm -hmm. in assisted living, no health issues, uh, but she's very, you don't know what registers with her. You really can't have a conversation, Mm -hmm. but we're just happy she's not in any pain and, you know, she's being well taken care of, but, you know, we have to oversee everything, me and my brother and, and, and it's okay. So we're in, in the scheme of things, it's not a, a burden, but I also know people who really struggle with their parents, you know, significant health issues. Yeah, and there definitely are things that that can happen early on in that process that you, you have a long period of time where you're having to deal with that. You know, whether it's uh, a Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, you, mm-hmm. you, know, you name the the things that could happen, and those are starting to happen at younger ages, which is ridiculous. My, uh, but my my mom is not 84, and mm-hmm. she spent the last 12 years of her life taking care of my dad, who passed away four years ago uh, Saturday, mm-hmm. and now she is the one that is able to sit back and let people take care of her. Luckily, she has four sons, and she calls them her. Four, three young boys. She has three sons. <laughs> Myself, I'm the oldest. My brothers and I have two brothers that we're all about two years apart, and we all have our job. Mine is to go to the store, run to the gas mm. station, take care of her, her errands, take her to the doctor, possibly. The other two, I know my mom has other stuff that needs done. I just don't know what they do. But I know they're there. I know they're there yeah. anytime she needs something. Yeah, I'm happy to hear that, because I've always said to you, too, you've always been like the Uber kid in the family with your mom, because it's like... Artie, and, and I know folks that are listening, and you guys might, may have been the same with your parents and stuff, is that you will drop whatever you're doing if she mm-hmm. needs, I mean, immediately. Yeah. I mean, you could be giving somebody CPR, and you're going to be like, look, I'll be back. Hang in there. <laughs> My mom's got to, you know, I got to go. She needs her long. My mom has a hangnail. I got to get over there <laughs> quick. Over. But you are very dedicated, and I think mm-hmm. that's fantastic. And your mom is uh, is pretty amazing. Not met Pete's mom, but ninety seven. That's incredible. That Didn't I nice. meet her in, when we were in Florida? Oh yeah, you met. Yeah, my I mom. didn't meet that's her. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she was wonderful. She loved oh, the yeah. show. Oh yeah, she, she came to the show. That's oh right. she yeah, yeah, she came to a lot of comedy shows. She's always had a good time. She put up with all the f bombs I dropped. Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah. Bless yeah. her heart. She probably <laughs> went to Pete. Who is that filthy man? Well, <laughs> are you still friends with that filthy man? <laughs> what is wrong? Now, Dan, I know you know you and I kind of unfortunately share in common losing parents mm. at a younger age yeah. um, with your dad. But your mm. mom, though, she is... Now, I actually, I had lost both my parents by the time I was 40. Okay. 
So I was probably pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, um, mom lasted, I think what, 13 years Mm -hmm. after dad. And, and it's one of those things that it's like, okay, as tragic as it was to, you know, I lost my dad when I was 27 and my mom when I'm 40 that, you know, as bad as that was, and I didn't have, you know, my parents influence raising my kids, things like that. But some of the problems I see other people, it's just, it's kind of a mixed thing. It's right. that you don't right. have to watch the, the decline or the, you know, can't communicate like you used to, those kinds of things. That it's, a, it's definitely a mixed bag. You've brought up something that's kind of interesting. I remember when my father had a stroke and we would come visit and my son really loved being with him i mean mm-hmm. because because they just hit it off tommy yeah. would read to him he would show him all these cars and these and these books he had and grandpa used to come to all the games and so forth and to teach children to have patience with people that yes. are infirm that way Absolutely. it stays with them the rest of their lives mm-hmm. and i don't feel bad getting old now yeah. i think i think he's probably going to be gonna okay he, he, i yeah. think he's going to dote on me and my and his and his mother and I think that that's fantastic. You go right ahead and dote away because mm-hmm. uh, we're probably going to need it. It's, yeah, and that's an important thing for the kids. Yeah, my wife's parents lived um, a while till my boys were teenagers or so. And so yeah, but it was nice. But they were in St. Louis, so we'd see them two or three times a year, maybe. And but yeah, it is nice to see to get kids yeah. dealing with. Older people and you know grandparents and great grandparents and all that kind of and stuff. And not just when the kids are young, but right. as they're in their teens and young adult years. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. I mean, it carried on. It yeah. It never stopped. That's and great. He's, he's like that way to this day with his grandmother, and it's mm-hmm. just wonderful. I will tell you though that they do. Uh, uh, people that have reached a certain age, they do have an impact on you in, in, in so mm-hmm. many different ways, positive or they just can kind of catch you off guard at any given moment. The other mm-hmm. day, I'm, I'm pulling out of one of the malls, and this car just literally I, a foot from hitting me just zips right out into traffic mm. and the the driver of the vehicle it looked a lot like if you guys remember the old Wendy's where's the beef commercials <laughs> yeah all I just saw was the top of the silver headed <laughs> hair barely creeping over the windshield of the vehicle but I honked my horn a couple times just to alert her mm. that she had just about hit me cut me off she looks over at me and in point two seconds brought up her very prominent middle finger <laughs> and I'm like kidoki <laughs> wow story time with that grandma must where's be the, where's the beef it must be very where's interesting your, what's your beef <laughs> and that was she a was. common occur- everyday occurrence when I lived in Florida for three years every single day these people jockeying for position in in, in the parking lots you know, I, three I would, miles an hour yeah I would, I would see a car waiting you, you know how you wait for a car to pull out and then as a courtesy and then you pull in I would invariably would see someone waiting and then someone come around a corner and as soon as the other pull, person pulled out they would just sneak in right there in, in front of the person that had been waiting and then and then there's a little fight that ensues but mm-hmm. well every- and they're also thinking like oh you're not going to yell at me <laughs> yeah I mean, come on now you know I'm somebody's grandma somebody's grandpa mm-hmm. you're going to leave me alone and I'm amazed though because wouldn't you think they'd be in a little bit of a hurry since there's only so much time I don't know why they drive so slow mm-hmm. I think there'd be a little more expediency involved or something like that. I, I, I have no you know, idea to that point where I just don't care. Yeah. You know, you want to get that parking place fine. It's it's just not yeah. worth, you know, True. any any issues over. Just to, you got any more of that, Dan? The next thing on the list, and oh. this is an interesting one, is boomers with guns. 
Oh, can't wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess my question is, as you get older, if you haven't had a gun, would you get a gun? As a somebody, I've had a know, gun. For, I've had a gun forever. When you think about someone, you know, if you're living on your own, or if you're still fortunate to have your spouse at an older age, do you feel compelled to get that type of protection? Because obviously, maybe that's what prompted Con- people condoms to won't work for this. anymore. <laughs> so, where yesterday? I, I I don't have a gun. I've never owned a gun. I have no objections to people having guns. Uh, Do you want one? No. I actually, Kara, a couple of years here. ago, suggested that we yes, consider. Artie, Artie always has a giveaway. Oh, I've, got, <laughs> I've got one for you right here in my bag. Uh, Kara suggested a couple of years ago that we consider getting one for protection and. And I go, do you know something I don't know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Is that the neighborhood turn on us or what? But I just, I just, not not something that I really have considered. And um, I don't know if I want to take the time to learn how to use it to actually protect myself. I figure if someone really wants in my house for something, I'll just, they can have it. Maybe they want yeah. you. What if they want you? So yeah. come with me. Yeah. You gotta no. Go, you gotta go you some, have to come with me. You gotta go sometime. Or okay. Sometime. <laughs> well, I did my... Uh, Younger son actually uh, was into shooting sports for a time because actually there's a, a guy at the old Gander Mountain when that was still around. Oh, yeah. Said that scholarships for shooting sports are like the easiest to get because there's not a lot of people trying for them. So I decided my younger son would take up riflery, small bore and pellet or air rifle. And so that was where, you know, we started with that and then my wife's father was a hunter and so when when he passed on we inherited some of his stuff but yeah not and it i mean i was what would i have been i don't know late 30s so i don't know if that would but i do think there's going to be a time in your life where if you don't have one yet there's really you know right what are you gonna yeah do? I, I, I definitely see that point i think though too it, it, it's a generational thing from the standpoint that i think a lot of folks that are in their 70s 80s and above may have gone to a school because there was a time that that having a gun was pretty commonplace and it might have been more rural than it was city but you actually had classes or courses you took Mm -hmm. the schools offered that type of thing you know you'll find pictures on there of of like a a school in such and such small town and they all have weapons uh, we did a a, my son did a competition at a it was a Lutheran school in the South Bend area that they yeah they had a rifle range in the basement an indoor shooting range in the basement of the high school I guess wow. Baptists. No, Lutheran. Lutheran. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm originally a Southern Baptist, and we mm-hmm. had those two. Yeah. In, in Memphis, every 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 Baptist church had a rifle yeah. range. Yeah. And it's, I mean, yeah, there, you know, all the obviously, in, you know, lighter recent events and all that kind of stuff. But as uh, someone was reading today, you know, there are Switzerland has a higher percentage of gun ownership. Mm-hmm. Than does America, partly because it's required by law that every able-bodied male have a weapon. They don't have a standing army, and they don't. But for some reason, they don't have the violence that yeah. we do. Why, why do they? Why does everybody over there have to have a rifle? Well, they've got those they handy, don't have an dandy army. Swiss Army knives. They, that, when they had the, true. the hot cocoa shortage, there well, was a I, lot yeah. of people getting I was absolutely <laughs> upset. Puzzled about that with the Swiss is that they developed the most sophisticated pocket knife in the world and then remained neutral in both world wars. That it just well, I don't know like if a, I want a Swiss Army gun. <laughs> <laughs> in, a mo- in a moment of need, I'm flipping around going, oh, wait, that's the screwdriver. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need the scissors. I have, I have a corkscrew. Yeah. I'm going to throw my spoon at you. That's 
that's not going to work. I did. I don't know exact the exact number, but I did hear, and this kind of goes to the you know obviously the debate that that people are having about it right now. But the actual the CDC itself, and this is a number that I had never heard before, but that it might have been for last year or the year before. But they chronicled the number of instances where people used a weapon to successfully defend themselves, mm-hmm. and it was over a million. Yeah. So. Basically, what I glean from that is for people that argue about gun ownership is so you're trying to tell me that those million people that successfully defended themselves, mm-hmm. you would be OK if a third of them didn't and something yeah. happened. And, you know, it's an interesting point to, to it, think about. Yeah. Well, because it's yeah, certainly we want fewer school shootings and, and things like that. But I actually heard uh, today a uh, conversation I was having with the first school shooting in America was in 1764. Isn't that amazing? That <laughs> wow. Four Native Americans showed up at a school and... Yeah. No, it's amazing. And, and then there's also been uh, ex- explosives used, mm-hmm. yeah. knives used. And by, by no means we're diminishing this, but obviously... Mm-hmm. You know, personally, for me, it's all mental health. Yeah. I mean, that really yeah, is what that, it comes down to is it? Yeah. across the country in so many ways. We've taken such a happy turn. Well, no, but it's a, it's proactive because I think if, if more people are aware of it yeah. and pay attention to it, then we can have a positive impact on yeah. addressing those needs less for people. Of a, yeah, less of a stigma and more, treated, you know, health is health, mental health, physical Absolutely. health. Absolutely. Yeah. Are y'all familiar, are y'all aware of what our township here has done with all the schools? In this mm-hmm. township, Mm-mm. you can't get in to any of the schools. They mm-hmm. have two. They have they have a, a, a waiting area. In other words, there are yeah. two doors that you have. You can't get through the second set of doors without you going through this or, mm-hmm. going, or, or checking in, uh, being going through the metal detector, whatever it is. And that's every school in this township. It's called hardening the target. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think hardening the target is something we need to really put money into all over the country but that's why not biden has biden's press secretary yes. said he's no he, yeah he's, i don't believe in that no he's we're like, not gonna we're not gonna yeah. even talk about it i won't right. even entertain that but that that's you, the number one thing you yeah, should be right. doing right now this is we, we should give teachers the resources they need to do their jobs okay how about you know since part of your job is keeping your students safe right. maybe we give them the resources they need to do that i know that uh, our school district you can't even get in the building they have mm-hmm. You're outside and you have to, you know, you know, they may want to know who you are, what you're here for. And then you go to that second level. Mm -hmm. So I would imagine a lot of schools across the country, I would hope more and more are going to it if they haven't already already. But that's a a good point. When Noblesville had that issue, what, a couple of years ago? Yeah. um, That's when it all started. Mm -hmm. And and that's when Lawrence just decided to go ahead and redo all the schools. Just do them all. all See, all all of my kids are now college. They've graduated college. But Pete, you've got a daughter in college so talk about a wide open space there even more so than a than a high school or a middle school you know that's a that's a that's a tough tough place to be proactive when it comes to you know who is coming in here with good intentions bad intentions and you know how do you respond Uh, yeah that that is a good point and i hadn't really thought too much about it because you know (laughs) lizzie's in law school and and many times i take her down there and i escort her into the to the building because Mm -hmm. she's in a wheelchair and yeah i just go in and i mean i so there's really and there's a a person an attendant at the desk there but 
you know, half the time he's reading the newspaper. So, uh, yeah, so there's pretty easy access to that entire law building downtown Indianapolis. And I, I think to, to your point about mental health, a- absolutely, that that's critical. But the reason, in my opinion, that that doesn't really get the focus that it should is because there's so many layers to mental health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guns is an easy target. It's yeah. defined and people can attack it and, and get you on one side or the other. So that's an easier to target to get people all jazzed up about as opposed to mental health because it's just not an easy thing. And when you say mental yeah. health, I mean, it's it's pretty you know, widespread and you know, there's yeah. a lot of layers there. Well, if we get smart enough to take politics out of the equation, then things are going to work. And if they're going to start listening to the people out there, like the moms and the dads at that school, that would be the first group I'd want to hear. You know, what are your Mm -hmm. thoughts? Because they're going through the ultimate hell as a parent. Yeah. You know, and what they have to say is completely valid and something worth listening to. Yeah. I mean, no no parent should have to worry about dropping their kids off at school and Mm -hmm. hoping that they're going to be safe that day. No. Yeah. I uh, 100% agree. And let's hope there's going to be some some resolutions. But, you know, every once in a while when we do this program, we know we're going to have to deal with... reality of the of the world yeah. that we are are living in and uh and, and, and facing every day like everybody else out there. We just want proactive solutions that keep this from happening, man, because that's, uh, that's, those are our, that's our, those are our precious cargo there, little mm-hmm. kiddos, man. Absolutely. I mean, school should be a wonderful time for them. I always tell yeah. I've always said that to my kids, and they know it now. I go, enjoy it, because when you walk out those college doors, welcome to reality. Mm-hmm. So, no, no, you cannot come back here. <laughs> no, you take, take that pillow with you. I'll give you the pillow. That is so <laughs> true. That is so true. One of the other uh, searches, one quick last one here will do is boomer withdrawal boomer so withdrawal. i'm not quite sure the connotation like there boomer, boomers from the south boomers who, with, who speak with, with, with a draw with a draw <laughs> boomer, like we've had enough of you boomers <laughs> we're having withdrawal boomer now withdrawal. or oh. explain that you say boomers withdrawal it's just what was searched on on google I'm, with the word, maybe the it's word withdrawal withdrawal be, withdrawal yeah, yeah not boomers, two words like there's something else, another term I heard for, but, you know, boomers, so many of that population getting to retirement age. So they're withdrawing from the workforce, withdrawing from professional associations, oh, things okay. like that. That's maybe a good point. maybe that's it. I don't know. Well, we should, well, you know, oh, it came you know up what? in your that's search. Good. You should have searched it. should have searched it. Go ahead. What does it mean? <laughs> there we go. Let's see what How it they says. interpret that. Oh, it's, it's actually the first thing it goes to is paying off your mortgage. Withdrawal. Boomer withdrawal. So withdrawing money. That doesn't oh, make any how, sense. How, how, you, how you withdraw your savings or your retirement <sighs> okay. and all that sort of stuff. Here so we how, go. how you manage that. I think maybe that's... Reuters has a column that says withdrawal symptoms. What happens when boomers retire? Now, that's an interesting mm-hmm. story because that's, that's, that's a whole other episode in itself. Well, I know in my experience, life got a whole lot more fun. So, yeah. you know, yeah. maybe my experience is unique. I think but. Dan's the only one sitting at the table that actually can say... I've retired. That's true. Well, yeah. Well, you kind of have. I kind of have, yeah. Well, well, retirement means a lot of things to different people. Retirement doesn't necessarily mean you just quit working. Right. You know, for me, retirement means I'm quitting corporate America, but I'm going to work in some area that feeds my soul, feeds my passion, et cetera, because I can't sit around and do nothing. I'm not designed that way. Well, that means you'll never retire like me. I'll never retire. I'm going to get up and do a show in a couple of weeks, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's not really retired. If you're retired. 
tired. You're sitting at home, you know, smoking your pipe or <clears throat> smoking your meat. Pete, has a bong. It's, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, he clarified can, that on a previous yeah. episode. Have you seen the vodka that's shaped like the bong? It's a, it, it's literally, it, it is Why a do bong. you look at me and ask that? Look at Pete. <laughs> Did you why, see the bong <laughs> vodka bottle? For I those that, of you I listening at home, I, I, I need already to get one. did just turn and look at Pete. <laughs> yeah, I did. Why? Well, I don't know. I'm not look, the guy. I know, I know not to look at you. I think our audience has gotten a bad impression of me. Sorry. I don't know I, how that I, came I, up. I'm thinking they have a very accurate impression of you. Even, yeah. You know. I think so far, so good. So far, so Accurately good. poor. But we are, uh, we're, we're definitely all in agreement that we don't want you having boomer withdrawal with boomers with beverages because we, no. uh, we definitely appreciate you. That's right. Being along for this uh, latest episode of the show, uh, next time around, we're going to deep dive into some fun stuff with uh, Artie. we got all kinds of great stuff coming down the road, but please check out our website. Dan, what's the, what's the address? We are boomerswithbeverages.com. And we've got Dan's recipes on there. Yeah, we've got bios for all of us on there, because mm-hmm. you know what? Believe it or not, you can have the four of us do a comedy show. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. We will come out. We've done it before. Yeah. We have done it before, yeah. and we're liable to do it again. Yes, it, we are. Don't tempt us. We're going to get out right. there again. That's right. And let us not forget Art Baker, our lovely and talented Art, you want to talk engineer. about the bong with me? <clears throat> yeah. Art's a good. Right. Art, Art is our uh, behind the scenes, <laughs> our producer extraordinaire. So, Art, thanks exactly. to you, and yes. thanks to uh, Taylor Scott for all the work he's done to get our podcast out there nationwide. iPodcastPro.com. That's his uh, yep. official place to go. So, we appreciate you catching up with us mm-hmm. on this latest edition of the program. I'm Jim Burrows. Dan Davis, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Always good to see you, Pete Molina. Great to be here. Don't forget to watch the semifinals of the French Open tomorrow. That's the... That's oh, tennis. thank you for dating tennis. the... Yeah, that's good. Or, or a week ago, depending on when you're listening. I am really... Really rooting for Yvonne Gulagong. I like her. She's made, uh, she made a good, extraordinary how's comeback. How's Bjorn Bjork doing these days? I think he's in, <laughs> he's in jail, isn't he? Or no, that's <laughs> Boris. Boris Becker's in Boris jail. Boris Becker's in jail. I'm like, is he? Yeah, I did, that, that I did not know. I just, he's yeah. taking a different path. Okay, then. Artie Widgery. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to Ikea. Let's see, see if I can find my way out. <laughs> Why Good luck Ikea? with that. Yeah. Is Ikea. that a Hawaiian furniture store? Ikea. No. Oh, Ikea. Ikea. Oh, the Swedish. What did you think I said? You <laughs> said Ikea. Ikea. You did say Ikea. He did say Ikea. I did? Waikia. I don't remember. I I'm, wouldn't mind going to Ikea if it's qu- in I got to quit eating these almonds. Mm. Those are great. They're making Thank me. you for the almonds. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. We got another podcast coming, folks. So thanks very much again for joining us. And yep. we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.